You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How you doing, Dad? I'm doing well, Steve. You look How all cosy and warm today. I, I, yes, I am. I'm, I'm nice and cosy now. Yeah, yeah. At my age, need that now. I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't put up with things anymore. You find that when you get older, and I'm sure a lot of people will uh, relate to that. Can't put up with things anymore. Don't have to. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely hitting us that colder weather now. I am uh, wrapped up here as well because we have the outside cabin, which is uh, acts as our office, and uh, we did insulate it a little bit. But um, we always knew that when these autumn and winter months hit, we would be working in colder conditions. So we have many mm-hmm. layers, and uh, I'm coming to collect a heater from you um, that will uh, an oil heater That's that right. will keep us going yeah. through the winter months while we're working and doing these podcasts. Otherwise, you just hear me freezing on the other end <laughs> of this Skype call. <laughs> Good. Okay, well, let's have a look at these uh, two pictures. Um, last week, we spoke about the cat, which is what we're talking about first, this wild cat. And um, you hadn't done the background last week, but you sent me a picture. I think it may have even been later that day that you'd finished the background or I did. the mm-hmm. next day. <laughs> um, no, I did, I did finish that day. I said I was going to, but I'm not sure I sent it. I, I might have sent it the following day to you. Uh, and it looks fantastic. I said it reminded me of um, backgrounds that you um, you did like a, a long time ago. I think it must have just been the combinations of greens um, mm. that that you used that really sort of um, echoed back to those uh, pictures that I remember as a kid. Those wildlife landscapes that you used to do. Um, mm. Talk to us about your choices for the background hmm well I, I i went through lots of different ideas to start with i thought and and then i, I came to the conclusion like you did i've, I've done it i've done it before many times well, do i really need to do anything particularly special for it maybe i can just put in the um you know the normal background and leave the cat to um do its own thing you know what i mean it, it, it it's it's hard sometimes because your background is just a framework really for your subject and if you over elaborate it it can get very complicated uh, so i wouldn't want to do that so in the end i decided to start off as i normally do with my light gray 230 and put that on over all over the, the thing I, first of all, I thought, is this going to work? Is because at the top of the cat, the top part of the animal, has to be sharp, has to be. We've got no choice. So then, and I did this, and I put the background in and rubbed it in, and I thought, yes, this is the right colour. The green eyes helped an awful lot because, obviously, it had to be. We had to have a green emphasis, although there are other colours in there. And then I thought, well, what I can do with the bottom half, really, is what I call splinter it. 
it's my own words, is when you, 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 you kind of bring the fur and the background together, but not in any definite way, if you see what I mean. Well, people can see it. They'll be looking at the picture. Uh, and this worked really well. I think better than a lot of them uh, that I've done before. I think probably experience has come in here. When I used to do them years ago, uh, it was it was still I was ex- still experimenting to a certain extent, getting used to it. But this one, uh, I, I really got to grips with it. So it worked really well, and I was very pleased with it in the end. Once again, the animal stands away, which is the whole idea. So it worked well, especially the eyes, because the um, the greens that you chose for the backgrounds makes the eyes pop more did you do that deliberately hmm. oh yes definitely well the, the green that i used in the eye there was three greens in the eye that i used um but the main one which was a two six seven now this is something i hadn't done before and i wasn't sure quite whether it's going to work i put the 230 on as i said and that rubbed in now that's a light gray now if you use a dark ish color on top directly on top of that and it's not a compatible color like the um, medium gray would be I, I would it work does it work and i put the 267 directly onto it when i, when I first did that and people will see it uh, on the video it didn't look as though it was going to work at all and i thought well I, i've got to stick with this because this is the color that uh, I was largely responsible for the eye being as good as it was. So I had to do that. I didn't have any choice. I couldn't have used the other colours. They've been too bright. And I do explain this uh, when I'm uh, talking in the video. So I stuck to my guns. I used the, gr- the green. Then I used the grey. And then I put another, I can't remember, a couple more colours in. Well, and rubbed it in. And when I rubbed it in, it didn't work either. It's, it's strange and I thought oh this is this going to work I mean I don't let on when I'm doing the video I'm full of confidence saying oh well, that's all right you know this is going to work out but really I did have a little bit of a, a blah oh is this going to work so what I did then I did it again exactly the same again with the 267 and the gray and rubbed that in and that worked so it was it, you know what pastel mats like it does eat up your pastel it loves it. It, it, you know, it feeds off it, if you want to put it that way. So you have to keep feeding it, and this is what I did. I put that on, and it came up really well. Then I could finish the picture, basically, um, not spending too much time on the splintering at this stage. I, I needed more pastel on. So when I put more pastel on, different colors, uh, it came to life and worked well as you can see it worked really well so it i'm in my experimental stage steve now as you know it's something that i'm i'm i've done i I feel that i've probably done enough now in terms of uh, uh, experimenting or um, experience really with the animals and the landscapes so it's now time for me to push the boat out and see what I can do. And uh, I have done that. 
with the next picture we're going to talk about. So it, it's it's a very exciting time, and I think I'm sure people will go in this journey with me because they are going to all be getting to a stage eventually if they when they are, are not really satisfied with just plodding along, same old, same old. You know what I mean? I mean, when you're doing commission work, that's probably slightly different because you've got to stick to your um, tried and tested formula. And that's right to do that. But if you can infill in those times little bits of uh, new ideas, new things, then it does keep it alive and it freshens everything up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the freshening things up um, is absolutely what you did on this next picture, which you mentioned. Um, let's move on to that one now, because this is uh, something I've not seen you do before, which is rare to see that nowadays because um, you've done so much um bird in flight like birds in flight we've actually had people ask if you could do this and i think this is the first time that you've done one especially against the sky um mm. sort of mid-flight um talk to us about what makes this one special well it's it it first of all it struck me i saw the picture on uh, Pixabay, and I, I go through that periodically, uh, just checking out what's new, what's new, and they have all sorts of different things, and 99% of it is not for me. Good pictures, good photographic references, but not for me. And then it, occasionally you come across something like this, and I'm, wow, it hit me. I thought, this is lovely. I love the, I love the idea of... Um, a hovering falcon. You can almost feel it. I mean, if it was flapping its wings, it would be. But what you've got is a, a, a bird of prey that's just waiting for the opportunity, you know, to swoop down and pick up its next meal. And so I, when I saw that, I thought, can I do it? Well, yes, I could do it. But how am I going to do it? And that was the next question, really. And uh, I, I, could have, I could have done it the other way. In the past, what I would have done was to um, draw the falcon out before doing anything else and then put the background and rub the background around it. And then I thought, this would be a perfect opportunity to use the pan pastel. If I forget the falcon for the moment and just do a, pan pastel sky which i've done a lot of them now and they've been very successful i've enjoyed doing them i thought wow if i did that would i be able to put the falcon on top of it because that's what you'd have to do you'd have to rub the pan pastel not necessarily all over the falcon but the sky would have to infiltrate certainly on the edges so you when you put the uh, the pastel pencil on, it sits well because you can't go back in. Once you've once you've done that, you can't go back in with pan pastel. You'd never be able to get it to to uh, go close enough. So this is what I did, uh, and I was absolutely delighted with it. Did it surprise it, it you off. with how 
how the application of the pastel pencils onto a sky um, did on the pastel mat. Did it surprise you how easy it was? Was it easy? Mm, yes, it did. Yes, I, I I thought it out beforehand. I thought, can this work? Why? How will it work? And it will work if you make the uh, subject graphite strong enough. Now, if it's too strong, it wouldn't work because you'd never get the um, graphite off. You can't take it off again once you've, once you've gone over with the pen and pastel, you see what I mean? So I had to make sure that it was strong enough, uh, but not too strong. So I, I judged that. I couldn't change my mind once I'd done it, and, you, and I couldn't redraw it. There's very little margin of error on something like this. You're stuck with the decisions you make, but it worked. You've got to put that down, I think, to uh, probably experience that I've, I've, I've done things like this before. I've used the pan pastel before, and I've used pastel pencils on top of them before, uh, notably the boat uh, that I did, the set boat, which was very successful. Uh, and it, it, it uh, soared away on our Facebook uh, um, the other day when we put, we put it on. So people really like it. So I thought, good, this, is, this, this, this worked really well for that. It's got to work for this. And it did. And I see you've got socks in, haven't you? Yeah, I got one of our cats has been uh, just came up to the window oh, and just started meowing. So I've just let him in. So you might hear some purrs as well in the background, uh, joined by uh, one of our cats. Oh well, we don't mind that. We don't mind that, do we? Especially no. we're talking about. We've just talked about a cat. Yeah, I've, I've got another cat as well. Just Have you? Uh, to yes, I've got another. It's it's a. A cat very much in the landscape this time. You know, it's almost the reverse of what I did before uh, on this last one. This is a cat that uh, is only one-third, I should imagine, of the surface area that I'm using. And the rest of it is a fence that, he, that uh, the cat is on. And you're only seeing half a pussy. You won't see a whole pussy, just half of him. And he's looking directly at the, um, at the camera. Or the out of the picture, and it's going to have a uh, a, a nice background as well. So it, it, that's another one that um, it's going to come up. Oh, I don't know. I've got quite a few, and I've got another one as well. I've got two more cats that uh, I, I shall be doing in the next few months. So all you cat lovers are going to, including yourself, are going to love this. Brilliant. But, it, it, it's a subject I don't think you can because cats vary so much in their design and their colorings and their attitudes that you could keep going. Unlike, I think, things like tigers, who generally speaking it's the same old, same old, but with cats it isn't. You've got different things, different long fur, short fur, you know, tabbies and black cats like your socks there. You know, I, I think you can vary it quite a lot. And uh, so I've got, I've got, and um, the next picture I'm doing is, again, the same idea as the one I've just done. Only we go from sky to sea. How about that? 
Wow, that's uh, well, that's a big teaser, big teaser of what's to come. I was going to say, now that you've had success with this um, pan pastel sky or, or pan pastel as, as the base and then putting the subject on top of that, are you going to do it again? And, and you are with this next yes, picture I then. I, I guess I'm doing it for the next picture, yes. Yes. I did, don't have to. In fairness, I don't have to. I could go back to the... Um, the old way of doing it but what i think this has done it showed me that you can get a three-dimensional aspect to it as well because you're you're overlaying um another image it's a bit like you know, when they do cartoons they well not not nowadays they don't but in the old days they used to put the uh all the backgrounds and that in on first and then they used to overlay the image this is why you've got such a crisp um, image now it's nothing like that of course we're doing but it's the same idea you're, you're being able to put a pan pastel um, soft would be a better word i suppose and then onto that soft background you can do a really strong subject and it will stand out. And so it's another one I found on Pixabay, and I thought this is another one that's going to be ideal as a subject and as an experiment. So although you could say, is it an experiment because I've just done it? Yes, it is, because it's a completely different kind of um, subject and a different kind of background, much, much stronger um, so it's I, going to be interesting. Are you limited to, based on that, like the strong colours, like are you limited to what subjects you can put over the top? Because is that, um, I mean, even though you're not washing the whole like lot in pan pastel, um, it's only going to influence sort of around the outline of the drawing. Are you, are you still limited somewhat in the base colours you can put down uh, in pan pastels because the subject that you've got to, you've got to put over the top has got to hide that? Mm. Yes, that's true. Um, what I'm aware of, though, is if you were to say, well, can you do a landscape? Could you do a landscape in you know, pan pastel? And then I, I could do that, and I'm planning to do something like that, but it would have to just be the sky and the distant. If I did the sky and the distant in pan pastel, that would work because... Uh, the sky we know works really well because you're you're not dealing with any uh, obvious detail on the sky. And distance, again, you could probably get away with that to a certain extent as a foggy kind of uh, effect. But then coming forward, you couldn't you couldn't then do the kind of landscapes that I like to do. I'm not talking about impressionism. I'm talking about proper landscapes, you know, with with people and and uh, water and trees and that sort of thing and buildings maybe yes the answer is you probably could and uh, that's a, that's that's probably my next big challenge to do something like that brilliant that's exciting it's... And, uh, yeah the other thing though steve there's one other thing aspect of that both of these pictures the one i've just done uh, that is the uh, the falcon was on light grey pastel mat, 
Now, ordinarily, I wouldn't use that light grey colour for a landscape in Pastelmaier. I haven't done it yet, and I wouldn't do it. But it works because you're working on the pan pastel. So the pan pastel is is dictating here the um, surface that uh, I've got to work on. So I think this. I, I don't know. There might be. I might be able to do it on the um, on the on the stronger colours on the medium tones. I don't know, but I wouldn't take a chance at the moment because I'm used to do used to doing the pan pastels on that uh, lighter colour paper. Interesting. Oh, it's great, and it's really fun to see you experimenting and pushing the boat out with your own um, techniques and your own applications. Because um, I think that's what's uh, made you the artist that you are today is is doing those things experimenting making new discoveries and still to do that um after all of your years of experience is just fantastic it's a really good testament mm. to the mediums that you use and your attitude towards art i think it's wonderful mm. well long may it continue it's it's keeping me alive i tell you that because it, there's so much enthusiasm when you're doing something like that, as I say, if I'd stuck to my gun, same old, same old, same old, I probably would be running down by now. I don't think I would have the same sense of enthusiasm. But because we can do the subjects we can do, I mean, I've still got portraits to do. I want uh, some um, uh, impressionist, it won't be pan pastel, but impressionist portraits to do as well. And more landscape, because I still have it in mind. And I, every now and again, I, when I go through my uh, photographs, I catch eye, I catch my eye on the um, after Remoir, or in the style of Remoir, that one with the um, two little characters in. And I keep looking at that. And the other day, I blew it up on my computer. Now that I've got a big screen on my um, Mac, and I blew it up almost to the size. Of the screen now, can you imagine that? How that? How big that would be? Because you've got the same size, I think, screen as I've got. It was massive, and it looked just as good as it did when it was a smaller one. And I thought, do you know, if I put, if I could do it that big, and then put that in a, one of the posh frames that we do, that would, you could put that into one of these exhibitions. I'm sure. It, it, it's there's something about when you blow that up to what would have been oh gosh ten times possibly because it was it, it wasn't a very big picture and still it looks good isn't it amazing so amazing. I'm, i want to get back to, i want to get back to that there's so many things i want to return to and that's one of them fantastic how exciting your enthusiasm is infectious i love it and i'm sure everyone listening is feeling the same way um brilliant work well thanks for sharing uh, your two pictures and talking to talking to us about them dad uh, look forward to checking in with you next week uh, and seeing what else you have in store for us um you're going to get a shock you're going to get a shock you're going to get one and so are all the um all the people and i think uh, just put an, throw a little teaser to you because you know what it is, um, and a little teaser for the, uh, our audience. This is a very very unusual picture. I've not really seen anything like it before in in artwork. 
but it's the subject itself is much loved. All right, a lot of people love them. There you go. So there you go. So there's another little teaser. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, we have to wait until next week to find out. Thank you so much for listening. We'll leave it there for this week. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Find hundreds of art classes online at colinbradleyart.com.